Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brennan McCullough and Whitney Nelson. How's everybody doing? We're still in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, doing as well as can be expected, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's understandable. It's It's been, I was going to say, a certain amount of time since we've been in it's lockdown. Been. Yeah, it's been. Uh, <laughs> but I genuinely don't know how long I've been locked in my apartment. So I, it's been a set amount of time i, I can't think, say i think long. i've passed 40 days i think i'm well into like six weeks or so that's what i mean i it's gonna be interesting every episode of the podcast we mention covid stuff we'll be able to identify like that's how long it lasted <laughs> we'll see how much sanity we have left and you can tell how long that's how long we've been locked up exactly i mean like i've I've said it before. This is what I'd be doing in my free time anyway. So like it's not <laughs> that much different for me, but it's just like I have fully lost track of like time and dates and like oh, it's blank day. It's like oh, is it? Fuck. Like I'm running out of supplies. <laughs> I should go outside again. Mhm. Yeah, I was actually going to say the exact opposite. This is like this is a gamer's dream. Mm-hmm. Uh and but I dealing with anxiety like I do and all the stuff that's going on, I have so much less focus. I was so sure that I was just going to like jam through games like everyone has a backlog. I have a huge oh, yeah. backlog. I was so sure that I was just going to be like, oh, great. I've got all day every day to play games and I have played almost nothing. <laughs> because oh, no. My attention span is significantly shortened by just the general anxiety of, of the state of the Stress. world. So I have been playing some stuff, but I was like really expecting to be able to devote time to like get through story intense games and that kind of stuff. And I've been playing little snippets of stuff here and there, and that's that's like it. I have not finished a game yet in six weeks of quarantine. So, oh damn, it's like I don't. Know, it's like when you take time off or you go on like vacation. It's like, oh man, I'm going to do so much stuff. And then you just catch up on sleep. <laughs> you just sleep for like four days straight. Yeah. I was also so that. sure I was going to like read books and I have not picked up a single book yet. So. Oh God. I don't. Besides like art books and like D&D books. I don't know the last time I've actually held a like piece of literature. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I was I thinking been. about that the other day. I have started books, but since I started podcasting like three years ago. I don't think I've finished one book. I don't yeah, think that I, I have, have that problem, a book Whitney. in three years. And that makes me feel crazy <laughs> because I was like the kid that, that parents had to take books away so that I would go outside. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We truly I can totally kids. relate. I, I've recently tried getting into like, I don't know, th- and I say recently, over the past like three years, uh, <laughs> like, as you're saying, uh, tried like getting into like four or five books, read like 80% of it yeah. and then just stop yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't know what my problem is it's like the books are good too it's like a video game I'll get so far get super invested and be like let, let me start another one and then completely <laughs> lose track of it it's yeah, oh, I've, I'm an I've, idiot I have started a lot of books in the last three years but I've not finished a single one and for someone who's whole you know the first 20 years of my life my identity was books so it's it feels like really weird to to realize that i haven't finished a book in three years if you guys have like a locked cabinet or like a safe maybe take all of your books and put them in there forcing you to finish the one you have already <laughs> oh you nice. can't That's a good finish idea. it until you good strategy 
Uh, well, this is a book podcast, so Brent, what have you been <laughs> reading lately? Uh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, a D&D supplemental uh, manual for uh, wit- witchcraft, which is like oh, God. crafting and like magic and like just trade work, but for D&D. It sounds boring as shit. It's delightful. That's cool. Uh, but no, for real, this is a video game podcast. Let's go round table. All right, so we know Whitney hasn't been playing a lot, and I feel like Brent and I are going to just talk all about it's, the new Animal yeah. Crossing update. <laughs> That's, That's basically it. Uh, so let's hear from Whitney. Even if it hasn't been much, what have you been playing here and there during quarantine? Well, I have been playing mostly. I've been playing Slay the Spire. Ooh. Oh, nice. I've been wanting to get into that game. I've seen a handful of people play it. It, it looks pretty fun. so good. It's it's very easy to play. Um, they, like, it's one of those, like, do you know Flux, the card game? Where, yeah. like, the rules are on the card, so it's, there's almost no tutorial. You just start playing. Um, oh, cool. and there's different classes and stuff, but it's because the, the rules and, and the actions are all on the cards. So it's basically, it's kind of like half- like dungeon crawler half card game that's like a deck builder you build Mm -hmm. you choose cards as you go along um there's a few different classes and it is definitely one of those that's so easy to play and so easy to comprehend that like as soon as you start getting into the rhythms of like the card combos that work really well it's one of those just one more level games where you'll be up way past your bedtime because you're like, I just want to hit this next level. This um, super fun. I, I really like the art style and the sound effects. It's very simple, but it is very engaging. And, you know, there's only a certain amount of levels and you have to complete the the like three levels with the first character to unlock the second character, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Ostensibly, I have finished the game more than once but it's one of those that because it's part luck and part strategy you can kind of just keep playing it indefinitely because you never know if you're going to be able to build the deck you want to build and stuff it's the right Right. amount of like i feel like hearthstone for example was too much like random number generation and this is a little bit of random number generation stuff but it's it's more skill than than chance but there is enough chance in there to, to mix it up. So I highly recommend Slay the Spire. I've been having a really, really good time with it. Um, awesome. That's been more or less it. I played um, a little bit of State of Decay here and there, but I'm actually super terrible at that game. Um, <laughs> I can really only do well in that game if my boyfriend is also playing and helps me out as like a third person in my little, you know scavenging group because if i just do it myself i have all the wrong instincts when it comes to surviving in that game um so so i always end up killing off all of my settlement members yeah there's so many games where like the like built-in mechanics like like you said like uh, try to train you instinctually on like oh you should be doing this or like oh you see this you should do this Mm -hmm. but there's so many games that conflict against each other yeah. So, like, without realizing it, you'll be, like, have conditioned yourself for, like, The Last of Us. And then in exactly. Save of Decay, none of that matters or it's the exactly. complete opposite mechanics. I mean, that's that's the big thing is when I'm trying to go out and scavenge, you can bring an NPC from your settlement with you to help you fight the, the bigger, like, zombie, you know, the heart 
play the plague heart and all that kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. really hard for you to do it by yourself, so you need an NPC to come with you. But the NPCs stop and fight every zombie along the way that comes with us uh, in a certain uh. radius. And I'm so used to with zombie games, like just running and just like if you can leave them, if you can leave them behind. Like, you won't get hit by the zombies, but then yeah. your characters stay and fight all the zombies and they don't follow you close enough. They're more important, like, the zombies are more important than I am, which yeah. means they all end up super, super wounded and die. And then my settlement doesn't have enough people to, like, keep itself going. So that's my thing is even knowing that, I'm still terrible at the game, even when I'm trying <laughs> to, like, slow down and fight the zombies with my characters, I still end up getting them super hurt. And I never get hurt because I'm running faster than the zombies are, but... <laughs> yeah, they become your decoy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But that's not how the game's meant to play, so I always end up... <laughs> Only being the only person left in my settlement uh, pretty, pretty quickly. And then the last thing we just started playing two days ago. Um, I don't know how niche this is going to be. Giant Bombcast was doing E3 coverage several years ago, and Justin McElroy was on. And he talked about Sherlock Holmes games, these Eastern European Sherlock Holmes games from Frogwares that had been making, like, they'd already made, like, six games and no one had heard of them, but Justin McElroy got, like, pulled in by the the demo guy at this booth for this game and told uh, Justin McElroy that, like, the guy said he dies in this game. And Justin was like, do you you mean like right away? And he was like, no, that's like 10 hours into this game. So there was a whole bunch of riffing um, in Giant Bombcast about this game. But it's made by Frogwares. They've been making them since like 2000, I don't know, four? Oh my God, 2002. Um, What? Yeah. And they are now, there's I think 11 of them. Yeah, there's a lot. Holy shit. That's like the land before time of games. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They just um, keep going and no one knows. Yeah. So <laughs> this is probably, I think, like 2015 E3 that this happened. And they were on like six and uh, about to announce seven. Anyway, I've been. we just started playing Sherlock Holmes The Awakened. Um, so it's like an adventure game. It's point and click. It's Sherlock Holmes canon as far as the lore, but all of the stories. It's not like it follows the books. They're all unique crimes it it is so far we're playing one of the earlier ones so it's not super user friendly um oh my god dated i'm looking at i'm looking at a list of them and just like they've had six publishers so like kudos to them for just chugging along and getting someone to sell their games (laughs) but in like the order of the games they have like the years they've come out but then there's a chronological order Mm-hmm. So the first game that came out is the seventh in chronological order. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. The second mm-hmm. one that came out is the fifth. The third one that came out is the second. The fourth one that came out is, coincidentally, the fourth. And then, like the fifth is, like, the first. Like, it's all jargled all over in the chronological order. That's oh, so man. Confusing. And we thought George Lucas was woke. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what I would liken it to, even though it's not is if you're a fan of the sort of cheesiness of, like, full-motion video games, uh, like, with the the video itself, if you like oh, those yeah, old, yeah, like, yeah. 90s CD-ROM-type video games, um, this is very in that vein, because you can only click on... You can only interact with things that are set by the computer's clues, so it's just a matter of, like, finding where your mouse cursor turns into footprints instead of a pipe. Um, okay. 
but I actually had, we played about an hour of it and had a pretty good time. We got stuck on one part because we were looking at footprints and we zoomed in on the footprints and we're looking at them with a magnifying glass and we didn't click on something we were supposed to click on. And we were like, we've got all the clues. We've done everything we should do. Why can't we move on to the next stage? And it was because we didn't click on the one missing hobnail in the shoe print. So (laughs) it is one of those that, that can be like kind of punishing because it's not super user friendly, but it's just cheesy enough to make me want to keep going and play more of the games. But um, it became a whole thing with Giant Bomb and Justin McElroy about these games. And I think Justin's played all of them. So Damn. anyway, I we've got them all. We just started playing The Awakened, but we've got, there's a long way to go. And I don't know if we'll finish them if they continue to be as like tricky as you didn't click on the missing hobnail. If, they, if they're that hard where we get stuck for like an hour, I'm sure we'll not finish them all. But so far, <laughs> I have had fun doing what I've been doing and intend to finish them all. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, yeah, you've been keeping busy. Uh, that's, I know that's more to leave them playing. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, me and Brent have exclusively played one single game. Uh, but one real quick question I had for you is, have you been watching many movies or Netflix or anything along those lines? Um, well, I had never seen Bob's Burgers, and I have now <laughs> seen all of Bob's Burgers. Wow, yes. awesome. Um, so good. That's probably, I started rewatching some X-Files, um, which has been Ooh. fun. Uh, not too much else, is, like kind of just the, the regular stuff. I did not watch Tiger King, and I am not going to watch Tiger King. Yeah, I have uh, no real interest. Same. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool. I think we're the yeah. only people on the planet not talking about it. <laughs> Works for us. <laughs> mostly, mostly just Bob's Burgers. It's a good awesome. choice. All right, mm-hmm. figured I'd ask while we have you. Uh, but Brent, uh, I guess it's time to get into it. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, get you this over said with. on previous episodes, you're like, oh my god, like Animal Crossing's already like four updates deep. Like those yeah. updates were minor updates. If you're familiar with like versioning, like there's like a major, a middle, and like they, a minor they were update, tweets. and they, weren't, like, they did a middle lines. update, so it's huge now. And it's like they have they're adding all sorts of islanders. They are adding uh, events specifically like this nature day stuff and like this guy that shows up on a boat which i haven't encountered yet but uh i'll let you explain a little bit yeah so uh yeah up to this point they've had just like four or five updates that were mostly just fixing stuff they weren't necessarily like updates with new content yeah Um, and then yeah the two days ago as of this recording i think yeah they had their um like spring update with yeah nature day they brought leaf the sloth back and he sells you different plants and shrubs, and now you can make hedge mazes, and you can sell him all the weeds you've pulled on your island. So they're <laughs> sell him all the weed. Hat four twenty. <laughs> that and, was last uh, week. Oh right. Uh, there's people who've just been hoarding all the weeds they've gotten like since the game started, and they just like throw them at him and just make a shitload. Nice. Um, but then along with him, uh, Red the Fox is also in this. He's a old old school Animal Crossing character from I think the first one. And uh, he's a fox, so he's sneaky as shit, and he'll sell you art. And I, from what I've seen, I've only encountered him, uh, when you first meet him, he just gives you a f- painting uh, pretty cheaply. Or rather, he sells it for like 4,000, 400,000 bells or something. And yeah. It's like, hey, fuck you. He's like, all right, fair enough, 4,000 bells. It's like, all right. 
yeah, what a jump from half a million to just like, okay, basically what I had in my pocket. I was like, okay, I can at least afford this, but wow, well, man. Had, I've had regular Islanders do that to me too. They're like, hey, I got this cool hat. Do you want to buy it for 50,000 bells? I was like, no. They're like, cool. What about 500 bells? I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, Raymond, you suck. Yeah. Um, but it's hard yes. to come by bells these days. <laughs> it's not at all. <laughs> Did you guys see on Stop Twitter market. when someone posted their turn up prices and Elijah Wood asked yes. to, yeah. to, oh my to visit God. their island? Yeah. We posted it's that in our Slack and amazing. It's fantastic. It's so crazy. wholesome. There's because there's so many websites now that have sprung up of managing uh the stock market for turnups. <laughs> and um like the turn of exchange and stuff and they tell you like uh because celeste is like a owl who shows up on your island and it's kind of, she'll give you special uh zodiac or uh astrology uh do-it-yourself projects yeah mm-hmm. and i think there's other characters uh daisy may uh shows up on sundays and so these are the turnips so there's different websites that tell you who's on an island if it's like a special character like celeste they tell you what the turn of prices are selling for that day they tell you uh, whose islands are open for visitors? They tell you who's char- like who's in the queue to go onto that island. What the queue time is, um, what the cover fee is, because some people are charging uh, entrance fees for their islands if they have a good turnup price. Mm-hmm. So uh, the other day, it's um, you buy turnups on su- uh, Sunday, and then they all go bad by next Sunday. So you want to sell them within the week. And you know, as of this recording, it was like Friday night. I was like, uh, it's getting close, and I want to sell the ones I had left. So totally. I just went went online, found a dude who was selling them for like four fifty uh, a turn up, and I went on his island. And it, the cover fee was two uh, Nook Mile tickets, like two plane tickets, uh, a bag of ninety nine thousand bells, damn, or uh, like two pieces of gold, which are the most like which is real rare. And that was light. That was a, like an easy cover charge. There are some yeah, people charging just for four fifty, like, just for four fifty. The, Why? Anything, any turnip selling over 300, people are charging whatever they want. And, like, people are paying whatever they can. Like, so some of them, no matter how many turnips you have, you would probably be losing half of that profit to the cover fee. That's insane. Island. So it's just like, that's, that's why, like, when Elijah Wood is like, hey, you got good prices and you're doing it for free, you let me in on that. That's <laughs> like, understandable. Yeah, I, I get, get that. But also, the Reddit uh, exchange I'm in, or this one Facebook group I'm in, a lot of the time people are just like, tips are appreciated, but not like expected. So, like, and yeah. they're like, oh, the turnips are selling for $650. And I'm like, Jesus. But like, it's always like a swarm of people trying to get in. So it's- I usually just jump for like someone that's like, yeah, 350 I'm like, I bought them for 100 I'm still making money. It's not like 600 not a though. Ton, but like, yeah. yeah, you're still making a profit. Yeah, I'm on just like a little Discord group of, uh, you know, for an animator. But like, yeah, that group is kind of like, hey, guys, come on over if you want. It's like real casual. There's usually like three or four people at most. But then, yeah, there's these, you know, there's Reddit and this turn up, these turn up websites where it's just everyone on the planet swarming one island. And like, mm-hmm. you can't move because every five seconds it's like someone's coming to the island. Someone's leaving the island. And it's a nightmare. I did it once. I did it on Friday. I'm not doing it again. It just sucked, and I don't <laughs> want to deal with that shit. If I lose money on those turnips, that's my own fault. I shouldn't have sunk so much in because, like, that sucked, and I never want to do it again. Yeah, it's very hectic. I did take a page out of your book, so to speak, but it wasn't uh, the bugs and flick. I ended up catching a shitload of fish and then just CJ. storing them on a part of my island like the highest part of the island that no one could get to unless they have a uh, ladder and yeah. there's just like 
fucking hundreds of fish. And then, yeah, CJ showed up, and I'm like, all right, and I just cashed in. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, Flick's boyfriend, CJ. I don't care what Nintendo says. That's canon. Yeah, works for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen people who just every fish, every insect they catch, they just store until Flick or CJ show up to make a better profit. And, like, I've seen people's islands, like, lag out like crazy. Like, they're spawning, you know, the fish and insects are appearing in waves because they can't load them all at once because there's so many. Yeah. Um, so people are really trying to, like, meta and, like, really get the highest net profit on every little thing in Animal Crossing. Despite just throwing bells willy-nilly on purchasing shit, like... I spent like 10000 on like a dumb cowboy outfit or something in the clothing store. <laughs> right. Well, why not? And that's the thing. Apparently there's like etiquette and Elijah Wood was very polite. He was like, oh, may I pick these flowers? And the person was like, yes, thanks for asking. But like, I feel like every time I've encountered people online, it's just like, oh, they go run off, do whatever they want. I'm like, I hope they're not stealing my shit. Uh, yeah. But I feel like uh, similarly when I went to go sell some turnips at this one guy's island uh, in his nook's cranny, there was like, you know how like in the back there's two items that are like, oh, these are in limited supply, act fast. I bought one of those on this guy's island. I'm like, oh shit, I hope he didn't want to buy that. But that's the thing. I (laughs) I was thinking to myself, I didn't realize it would sell out. I kind of thought it might, but I was like, oh man. So that probably was a bad move on my part. But now I know not to do that anymore. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff built into Animal Crossing. So, like, if you go into someone's house, you can't pick up anything. Yeah. So it's you can't just steal their furniture. Um, it also sucks for when I had, a, I had a friend over the other night, and I'm trying to give them a, a recipe to make something, but they couldn't pick it up ever. So I was like, ah, I'll just mail it to you later. Right. Um, so there's some stuff that's inconvenient, but it's to hinder the chaos of just running around and destroying someone's shit. Like, you can't dig holes in someone else's eye. Or, I think you can, actually. Yeah, but you I can't, think so. like, you can take fruit. And I know some people have, like, money trees. You can plant money and it grows a money tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know some people do it, like, just for the aesthetic of having a money tree. So yeah. they only put, like, five bells in there. So, like, it's it's really not worth the shaking them down. But I know, like, as soon as you invite someone over, someone's going to shake that tree and steal your money. So, yeah. like, there is, like, an amount of just animalistic chaos when you invite <laughs> randos over. But that's that's why they preface it so much with like, you sure you want to invite everybody? You sure you want just random assholes running into your island left and right? It's like, yeah, because sometimes you get Elijah Wood, and well, he's and delightful. Apparently, you also now that like you can do fencing. So like when people come into your island, you can have it. So it's like you can only access this area. So that's something I might look into just to avoid people wreaking havoc on my island. I do want to make it nice. Uh, yeah, I. I don't know what this guy did. Uh, this guy I went to for his uh, turn up prices must have time traveled uh, because the island I went to, he had nothing. It was like completely flat and empty. Uh, Tom Nook was still in a tent. So like it was just Tom Nook in there. It was like week one stuff. And uh, but he was uh, he had a hedge maze built. So as soon as you get off the airport, you can only go to the store. And he, he made it in like a maze. So that way, like people couldn't swarm it and stuff when they arrive. Hmm. And it was. Like, very meticulous, but it was, like, odd that he had turnip selling, but also nothing else on that island. So, like, he yeah. must have done time travel bullshit. So, people are, like, custom building islands or, like, profiles, I guess, just for turnip stuff. And it's like, cool? Is this good for you? Are you having fun? Like, right. And why weird. the hell do my Timmy and Tommy always uh, screw me and lowball me with my turnip oh, prices? God, it's like insane. 47 t- this morning. I got, 
I haven't gotten anything over 150. I haven't gotten anything over 100 yet, and I feel like that's the minimum I'm buying them for, so they yeah. suck, and I always have to <laughs> be on these like uh, websites looking out for better prices. But you mentioned the Fox and everything. I forget his name already, but he's, yeah, he sells the artwork that's stolen. I ended up buying that from him and giving it to Blathers, and now yeah. there's going to be an expansion to the museum. So actually, yeah. after we get off this recording, I'm going to log in and see how that goes, because I'm excited that the it, museum's growing. Yay! It takes a day to remodel. Mine's currently doing that as well. Um, yeah, Red sells you artwork, and sometimes it's counterfeit. So uh, I haven't experienced it yet, but I've seen it from people who time travel. Uh, you go onto Red's boat, and you look at all the artwork he has. And you have to inspect all the artwork to find out which one's the real one. And then you buy that one and give it to Blathers. Oh. Appar- apparently, if you buy a counterfeit one and give it to Blathers and they, or hang it up somewhere, that lowers your island's rating because it's a counterfeit painting. Oh, damn. My island's rating sucks anyway. <laughs> uh, it's, it, the island rating's nonsense. But uh, yeah, so for Red's work, he shows you two paintings, like the Mona Lisa. You know, one's the real Mona Lisa and one's like the Mona Lisa, but she has an angry expression on her face. So that's like a way of telling which one's real and fake. So it's okay. a neat little like almost mini game they've added as well as like a new feature to do and an excuse to expand the museum. So that's it's cool. Real cool. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, still playing Animal Crossing. I did not expect me to like this game this much and play it and talk about it this many weeks, but it is the perfect quarantine game. So if anyone isn't sold, it, this is the game for you. Hopefully you can get a chance to play it. I definitely feel like I'm missing out on a cultural moment, like people who didn't play Pokemon Go when it first came out. And it was yeah. like, you would literally run into people on the street and start talking because you knew they were also playing the same game. There's yes. definitely this, a similar kind of thing is happening right now. And I definitely feel a little bit of FOMO. And I never feel FOMO. But <laughs> I am with Animal Crossing right now. If I'm being completely honest, FOMO is pretty much the only reason I bought it. And it's, it's, <laughs> why, it's why I bought it like a week after everyone else. Because I'm like, I don't give a shit about Animal Crossing. And then that's literally anything anyone was talking about for like a week straight i was like all right i guess i'll buy animal cross like, kind of same I here nothing else to do. i had just bought the dragon ball z kakarot game i'm like this will keep me busy for a while and i don't need to buy any new games and then like literally <laughs> a day or two later i'm like but animal crossing but i'm if? like yeah this is the <laughs> one everyone's playing uh and that's what i mean i'm it's so fun so i do recommend it for sure i'm definitely hitting the wall of like getting bored with it now because like i'm not the interior designer and, like, I have terraforming now because I've effectively beaten the game. But terraforming Damn. sucks ass. It's so tedious and, like, just not precise. You mentioned not that. Not precise yeah. at all. Yeah. So, like, I hate it so much. And, like, I go to people's islands and it's, like, a perfectly resculpted recreation of Legends of the Hidden Temple with Omak <laughs> in there. And so it's like, holy shit. You got you put so much time into this. And, like, I, I prefer my island to just look how it was in the beginning, like, natural. Like, honestly, I would let the weeds keep growing if I could, if it didn't lower my rating, because, like, I think they actually look nice. But, like, it's so meticulous and so manicured, and it just looks so gross to me. Like, I'm fine with just letting it go, and, like, I don't, I'm not remodeling everything. I'm having fun with, like, some of the little mini games. But, honestly, the thing that's hooked me is just the daily grind sort of stuff of, like, an MMO. Yeah. I go in, I do my daily stuff, I harvest the rocks, I harvest the fruit, I talk to all my villagers, I get as many Nook Miles as I can, and like then I'm out. And it's just something to do every single day. Like as soon as I wake up, I can knock these out and it just 
it makes me feel productive first thing in the yeah, morning. Yeah, I was going to say, in a, in a time that's lacking routine, uh, yeah. having a little bit of routine and errands to do is nice. Yeah, yeah, and they throw in the dopamine hits of like, oh, it's the money rock. And, and that's <laughs> yeah, amazing. money. I, I just was the other day, it was like past 10 o'clock. There's no way for me to make any money by selling things. Like they end up sending it, it to you the next day if you yeah. go through that Dropbox. I was like, oh man, so I have no money. This sucks. I found the money rock. And if you hit it successfully eight times, I think I got like yep. 16,100 bills. And I was like, damn, that's a lot of money in one rock per day. So if you're trying to farm money, uh, keep an eye out for the money rock. I mean, honestly, if you just go around fishing and like, you know, oh, for it's, sure. It's oarfish season. So oarfish is just this giant Ooh. ass eel monster looking thing. I've only caught one. Mine. I caught one. <laughs> All right. So peek behind the curtain for my house. Uh, I got one room. I don't have a ton of furniture, but I have a ton of clothing. So I just started hanging up all my clothing on the walls, like a walk-in closet. And I found the recipe for a money floor. So if you get 50,000 uh, 50, bells, you can just turn the carpet into money. Yeah. And I just I turned the carpet into money in my walk-in closet threw down the bell bag rug that everyone got and I just threw an oarfish in there. And it's just a <laughs> weird flex of like, look at my fucking money room and all my clothes. Nice. <laughs> like that's the only reason it exists. Um, yeah. It's, it's just, it's a good, like, yeah. Habitual daily routine thing. And like, it's fun. It's cute. Sometimes God, I love Weber. Weber's this little duck and he just loves bugs and snacks and he's just fucking precious shit. See, and he's like, <laughs> do you like anime? I like anime too. I'm like, Weber, my boy. Oh, damn. I need to meet this character. That's another reason that this game is so good is just the variety in the Islanders. Like, I had Rodney move in the the other day. He's pretty cool. I got got Raymond. Oh, Raymond. That's what everybody wants. I saw, like, the the internet breaking over people being like, oh, I want Raymond on my island. The Hedochromia twin cat that everyone wants to fuck. Because, what? We can, like, joke about it. Like, haha, he's stylish. He's, you know, people say he's good looking. People want to fuck this cat. There are some people who legitimately are sexually attracted to this cat. God damn it, Brent. It's bizarre. So much so that there's an animal, like, there's a black market for Animal Crossing where you can trade villagers, essentially. Um, so if someone wants to leave or if you kick someone off your island, while they're packing, it takes a day for them to pack up a move. And then it takes a day for someone to, like, move in and unpack their stuff. Um, if someone talk, if another player talks to that character while they're packing up to move, you can invite them to your island. So people will offer up villagers to sell, and they'll pretty much lock villagers into their house by digging holes in front of their house. Oh, my God. And then kick them off. And then while they're packing up stuff to leave, they'll invite one person they sold them to to come to their island to talk to that villager to recruit them to their island. And Raymond is going for, like, the most by so much. Like, it's breaking websites, like, these exchange websites where people are meeting to do this. It's breaking those websites because so many people are flooding, like... It's insane. That is insane. Honestly, you know way too much about this underworld. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Bren went to all this measure to get Raymond on his island. He's like, what's in the dark web for Animal Crossing? Yes. The dark nook net. Um, me, me and Red the Fox going tight. We're shady as shit. God damn it. Um, it I, I only know about it because so many people are talking about it. And Raymond was, uh, when you build a campsite, that's how random villagers come to your island. And the first villager that comes to your campsite you have to invite onto your island um and raymond was the first one for mine so i just Mm. lucked out and got him real early and i i honestly don't even like him that much he's kind of a douche oh wow like he's the city goer that goes out to the countryside and goes 
oh, look at this quaint lifestyle. And it says that to the farmer himself. It's like, fuck you, Raymond. <laughs> so I don't even like him that much. But because he's so valuable, I want to keep him in case I want to sell him. Wow. <laughs> human traffic this little cat off my island. Well, there so, you go. That's the only reason I'm keeping him. That's what I mean. I'm looking forward to more islanders moving to my island. I still, I think, only have like five or six or maybe seven. I forget. But yeah, looking forward to doing the whole total. concert thing and wrapping that game up. But I do think I'll play a daily for a little bit there. I'm sh- There is going to be a threshold where it's like, okay, that was fun. Next. But uh, I yeah. do think it's fun to enjoy it now while it's kind of like the hype time. Yeah, I think I'm hitting that point of like, all right, I'm. I'm pretty much done with this. I'm I've had my fill, but then yeah, this update with red and like Earth Day stuff is kind of like yeah. sorry, you got my interest in for a little longer, but we're pushing it. <laughs> the, nice, because um, I just installed a XCOM two last night because there's a new DLC expansion for that Chimera Squad. Oh, good luck, Brent. And it's like so the new expansion came out and it's already fifty percent off, and mm-hmm. then the old expansion, which was huge, is like it's not just like a little like an add-on it's a huge dlc expansion pack that's 40 dollars normally that's like 60 65 percent off or something so there's just a huge huge sale on xcom stuff right now for the uh, release of the uh, expansion pack and like i might go back in i might get sucked back into this the goddamn nightmare of a game because <laughs> it's so good it's so there's they allow modding right away, so you can just change the characters to like, hey, this random asshole from Germany, now he looks like Garrus from Mass Effect, and I love him. And if he dies, I'll just cry for a week. So, like, it's it's a really good game. The percentage ratio of hitting is absolute bullshit, and they've yeah. admitted that. Um, <laughs> but, like, I might get sucked back into it, because the, the expansions are supposed to be amazing, and they just keep adding to it, and it just looks really good, and it's all... Like, you can get everything for XCOM 2 now, all the DLC stuff, probably for, like, under, maybe 60 for everything total. So, like, it's a good deal right now if you like uh, tactics games that just fuck you over left and right with RNG. So, I'm super tempted to get back into that now and just get angry for a while. Cool. And if you ever want, uh, the offer is always on the table to get back into Talisman and we will stream it. But uh, Hey, no. Hey, no. <laughs> probably not. Uh, but that's Probably it for our gaming discussion. I, do have, I have oh, one more thing. What's that? I literally just saw the trailer for it today. It was, a, I believe, a Kickstarter game uh, called Backbone. And they hmm. released oh. a demo that's like a prologue to the game that's going to be coming out in early 2021. But it's like equal parts. It's really incredible. The trailer is amazing. I'm going to download and play the demo immediately. Um, it's like if... The people who made Zootopia did like a Maltese Falcon detective noir. It's all like there's a raccoon. The art style is amazing because it's a mix of like chunky pixel classic like point and click. So detailed. But there's the the like weather effects look 3D and the lighting is very like detailed and and the soundtrack the jazz that's in the soundtrack looks amazing and you're like kicking around town in a trench coat as a raccoon detective this looks Um, wild whitney (laughs) i know i literally just saw the trailer today and i was like i wish i had time to play the demo before i went on almost better than silence because i wanted to talk about it more but um it looks like they're on track for a kickstarter game because you know that's always uh, a big question will we actually get the game yeah, yeah. Is it just a PR? Is it just publicity to yeah. like, raise attention? Looking for it at now? this trailer, it looks like they got a lot of it 
pretty much polished. I I don't know. It's a trailer. Never mind. But like, I do want to. This might play be the this. first ten minutes oh of the game. Oh my god! It looks but good. Though. All of the reviews so far are off the charts good. It has almost as many uh, wish list ads as it does, like, uh, downloads for the demo. So, like, everyone who plays the demo wants the game when it comes out. So, just everything about it looks very positive, and I just found it today. So, Backbone. That's Just wanted to talk about that. I can't say anything good or bad about it, but (laughs) it looks amazing. The developer's name is Eggnut. What yeah, I saw that. That is insane. <laughs> oh, that's what I mean. Okay, perfect uh, transition, Brent. I do have a real quick game or no game I wanted to quiz oh, you guys no. on. Why is that the transition? That, because, well, <laughs> just because uh, of some of these weird, weird ones I have for you. Uh, yeah, let's see how you guys do. Let's play game or no game. So Brian's wondering why that was a transition. I don't know. Some of these are pretty out there. In fact, let's start with a game called, well, do you think it's a game? Is there a game called My Hole is a Mouth of Dirt? <laughs> uh, mm, there's I'm so many ways. That's a game. There's so many ways the rest of that title could have gone. None of them are good, though. None of them are good. Um, Is that a game? Oh, I feel like that'd be the weird, like, indie game land games that I had a while back, like Poop Koozie. Um, or like oh, on Lord. Itch.io. You remember Poop Koozie? Yeah, I do. It's the game where you're four guys sitting in a jacuzzi trying not to poop yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll say that's a game. It is because I can't even come up with a title that strange. Honestly, like, yeah. I didn't want to say that, but that was why I knew that was a it's game right off the bat. I was like, I, I honestly I, don't know how Doug could have sat down and thought that title. That, yeah, exactly. that's a real title. It's a true, I have to be real with everyone. <laughs> this is so out there. Uh, if you want to look into it, you can. It's on Steam. It is weird. I don't know if I recommend it, uh, but I'll read the real <laughs> quick description. A lonely cloaked being called Mole services instructions from what he believes is the voice of God as he wonders a desolate, otherworldly underground his faith is tested as he must deliver a baby what? is this uh death stranding no i'm kidding but anyway uh, uh let's move this on this looks just awful yeah, yeah no thank you no <laughs> that's thank you. the kind of games i bring to the table usually all right <laughs> thanks uh there's a game called save your nuts oh is that the segue yeah i mean mm-hmm. sort of i should have started with that but i was like i'll get there <laughs> Segways don't have to be immediate. They can be delayed a bit. Uh, Savior nuts? I'm going to say no game. I'm going to say, I'm going to do the same thing as the last one. I'm going to say game, because why would you make a weird specific game like that if it's just for that segue? It's a game, uh, go nuts in this insane one to eight players chaotic arena party game. And yeah, put your cooperation skills to the test. I don't know. This game, it looks cute, but also, I don't know. That title is really weird. It just makes me think of No Nut November, but we can move right on. <laughs> oh, um, it's save space your space. Not, not save your nuts, like Jesus nuts. Like, I thought it was like savior. Okay. Oh, Lord. Yeah, no, no I, I thought <laughs> savior, bad. like. 
in the realm of like martyr or hero. Yeah. Not oh wow, I super needed to enunciate space that nuts. better. My bad. <laughs> I'm more interested in savior nuts than yeah. This that would one. be a better game. Do you think there is a game called COVID twenty: The Next Strain? Oh god. Oh god. Like. Do Probably. I think, <laughs> do I think someone could have just made a uh, what's that one game with the virus outbreak or pandemic? Do I think someone could have just made a pandemic game, but just specifically for COVID? Yeah. Yeah, they, I think so. I think enough. someone shelled like a, a different game for it because and to capitalize on current events. I yeah. say yes. I'll say yes. It's a no, and I was oh. trying to be tricky with that one, and it there sort it of works. worked. There All you right. go. Do you think? I, uh, this one's an easy one, because I wasn't sure if Bren was joining us, and this was definitely going to be a quiz for uh, Whitney or not, but do you think there's a game called Hump Master 8? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It. I definitely remember it. I don't remember <laughs> if it's real or not, though. I remember you saying it before. <laughs> no? I want to say no. It's a no. Okay, so this uh, is an ultimate callback from like forever ago. There was a, uh, something ago? I threw out there called Humpmaster 7. And it, I don't even think we were playing game or no game back then. It was just like a joke on our show. And yeah, I thought you would immediately be like, well, yeah, that's a no game. But then also knowing shit. that there's like 11 Sherlock home games, like who <laughs> right. knows? There might be Humpmaster 8. But no, it's a no game. That was just an old callback for anyone who's been listening that long, which I doubt. I can't imagine. <laughs> Uh, let's move on. I've only got a couple more for you guys. Do you think there's a game called Beautiful Feet Cabin? I really want there not to be. I really (laughs) want that to be a no. That sounds upsetting. Uh, Yeah, it does sound upsetting. I also want to say no. I want to say no, but my heart says yes, because the internet's (laughs) disgusting. Well then, which one's your answer? (laughs) I'm going to say yes, because the last few have been no. That's fair. It's a yes, unfortunately, for everybody involved. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. Uh, the player plays a masseuse no. in the game and runs a beautiful foot cabin, receives all kinds of city beauties every day, massage their feet and legs, relieve pressure for her, and satisfy self-little hobbies at the same time. Wow, I'm Yikes. watching the trailer. This is <laughs> just awful. This is the weird stock photo, like, gross yeah. 3D model everyone uses in their porn games, and it's just like, But why? this is also the game you know someone has, like, 900 hours in. Oh, Lord. All right, oh, we're going to move right it's got 11 positive off. reviews. <laughs> I only got, oh, let's see, two, three more for you. Do you think there's a game called Drug Dealer Simulator? Yes? Haven't yes. you talked about that one? Okay, I, okay, it might have come up in passing, but that's the thing. I, I've talked about... Uh, what was it? Drug Lord 2 specifically oh, for yeah. your phone. Oh, yeah, This is actually taking it to another level. This is a fully fleshed 3D world where you are like almost like GTA style, a drug dealer, where it's like prepare your product, go into like the the alleyways and like sell your drugs and shit. And like, oh, prepare for the DEA busting down your house and shit. But yeah, it looks like they spent a lot of time on this. It is kind of a mixture of the Excel stuff, but... Also, an actual adventure game. Uh, have you ever thought about expanding your own crime empire without the no. legal and moral nope. consequences? Never. Simulate it. Uh, now you will finally be able to crawl into the dark alleys of the drug dealing business. Uh, so yeah, that's a game, and it actually Doug. doesn't look terrible. I feel like this one was made for me. Doug, you're being tricked into turning to a ca- an accountant. You're just becoming an accountant, man. Yeah, well, just- that's literally like QuickBooks. Yeah, the simulator. 
it is, but there's, I feel like, what if you get shot? <laughs> but it's like text-based, nothing matters. No, this isn't text-based. That's what this I'm trying to say bad. about this one is like fully realized graphics, like you're walking through the streets and stuff. Uh, it's it's different, but you, we'll move right on. Do you want all the thrill of being a drug dealer and a criminal, but not the boring slog of Excel and QuickBooks? GTA, yeah, or any like, other game. Well, that's this... This one screenshot they have is like a pile of tires that's on fire. So I'm like, okay, that's not the best screenshot for this. Anyway, <laughs> really selling me here. We can move on. Uh, last two. Uh, do you think there is a game called Introvert Alert? <laughs> just text that pops up that says, "Go outside." Ah, that scares you. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm gonna go now. That's no, that was too easy. I, I, I lied. Now I have two more for you. Last two. Do you think there's a game called Lawnmower Simulator? Yes. Yeah, there's a simulator. It's pretty much There's everything. a literally everything simulator. I yeah. will probably always answer yes in game or no game to a blank simulator because they, they're everywhere. Almost oh, on too. all occasions, that is accurate. But in this one, Shoot. I came up with not. that, and it's a not. But listen to here. <laughs> However, there is a mowing simulator coming in quarter four of 2020. There and by all means, look up mowing simulator. Like, I actually <laughs> would rather do this than mow my own grass. It looks so fun. It just Why? It's one of those, like, <laughs> it just scratches an itch of, like, you're accomplishing something. And uh, the graphics <laughs> so, are really good. So does actually mowing your grass. I know. Well, I do that anyway, so I don't know. Maybe I won't buy this game, but it looks cool. Uh, all right, I said that, that so was that's the last not two. yet. We're technically right that it, it is a game, it's just not out yet. Exactly. Last one Do you think there's a game called Trailer Trashers? <sighs> do you just is it just like a rage room where you destroy a trailer you're in? My gut says yes. I'm gonna say yes. It's yes, you guys did pretty good. This one actually looks good. All the other trash don't look into, but Trailer Trashers looks pretty fun. It's Trailer Trashers Shotgun Sports and uh, play online with Steam Remote Play. Join up with up to four players in this hectic twin stick bullet bouncing frenzy. And yeah, you can challenge your friends to Deathmatch, Last Man Standing, or Shotgun Soccer. So it looks pretty cool. Jesus. Looks like Overcooked, but with more blood. Yeah, it's like a mix of that and Hotline Miami. But that's how we play <laughs> Game or No Game. Well, that uh, was a fun episode. Real quick, uh, while we're still uh, suited on the topic, um, if you like Backbone and you want something to scratch that uh, itch before you get there or before it's released, there's a game series called, or there's a game, I don't know if it's a series, game called Black Sad, which is based off of a graphic novel series that's, from what I can tell, effectively the same thing. But you play as a, like a black cat who's a noir detective in an animal world. Amazing. Um, Give me all the noir stuff. I don't mind that there's like a a real theme in like 2020 and 2021 of like noir detective stuff. I love it. Uh, you know, yeah, all. Good shit. Um, Black Sad's though, uh, I don't think it wasn't made by Telltale Games, but it's very much in the style of a Telltale game. Cool. So if, awesome. if you like like Wolf Among Us or like the Fear of the Walking Dead or Walking Dead game uh, back when it was good, 
Uh, and yeah, you want you want Backbone, but it's not out yet. Check out Black Sad, and if you really like it, there's a whole graphic novel series that you can get into. So there you go. Awesome, very cool. Well, then that's going to do it for this episode. Let's wrap this one up and do some plugs. Uh, where can our listeners find you, Whitney, and your array of other podcasts? <laughs> so uh, on Twitter, I am at Whitney underscore Nelson, N-E-L-S-E-N. And you can find my array of other podcasts via that platform. That's how I recommend people do it. But I also have Historical Hotties, which is a podcast where my sister and I go through different categories of historical figure. And we try and figure out which one is like the sexiest. Uh, and one gets crowned the hottie of the episode. So we just did uh, the Chicago World's Fair. So it's people Ooh. who were at or influenced by the Chicago World's Fair. And we've got the last female stagecoach robber and oh. the woman who invented dishwashers. Damn. Super interesting. Highly recommend it. That's coming out next week. And then I'm also on Cool Breeze Over the Mountains, which is where we watch all the Keanu Reeves movies in chronological order. We just did John Wick. Um, Knock Knock is coming out soon. And I that one's going to be an interesting episode, uh, us reviewing Knock Knock. But we're we're firmly in the Keanu sense now. So um, (laughs) hell yeah. Yeah. Cool Breeze Over the Mountains. But you can find all that stuff on my Twitter. Awesome. And nice. Bren, you have another podcast. How about you? Where can our listeners listen to that? I got an anime podcast, because God knows there's not enough white boys talking about anime out there. Yeah, Weber. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my, oh God. Dream guest, Weber. The <laughs> um, yeah, it's called Are Weeb There Yet? And it's uh, me and another anime-obsessed friend try to force our non-anime-obsessed friend into anime. It's not going well, but as of this recording, I think other episode dropping today is summer wars which is an episode doug was on yeah i got invited back on the show and told i'm not allowed back again again (laughs) i tricked everyone to watching digimon for a second time for my birthday because summer wars is just digimon part two yeah no actually that was a real i love summer wars who am i kidding i'm super biased that's what i mean so i think everyone enjoyed that one yeah it was a good time it was good digimon because it doesn't have the 20 years of bullshit franchise attached to it that i love so much yeah, and Love Machine is the shit. Uh, that's a weird sentence out of context. <laughs> that's what makes you have to go listen to the episode. But yeah, that's cool. Uh, and listener, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable at all the places at ABT Silence. I plan on Twitch streaming a little bit more. We'll see. I always lie about it. But if you want to check it out, it's twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. Maybe I'll Twitch stream XCOM 2 and cry on stream. Maybe I'll Twitch stream Animal Crossing. You guys can laugh at how underdeveloped my island is, but I'm working on it. It's real underdeveloped. It is. I know. I I suck. (laughs) Uh, But that's the thing. I also have a record label. It's MissedOutRecords.com. Lots of vinyl, cassettes, all sorts of stuff available there. So head over there and check it out. But that's going to do it for this week. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back next time. Stay safe and stay home. See you guys. See you. Bye.